Welcome and thank you for accepting the invitation to participate in our Bible study and reflection for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Our relationship with Jesus is strengthened through prayer, worship, the sacraments, and the Word of God. God has given each one of us 24 hours every day to spend however we choose. I have come to realize that our relationship with and understanding of Jesus takes time, and it's up to us how much time we carve out for that relationship. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Most Holy God, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for coming to live among us and teach us your ways. We thank you for the witness and testimony of those that lived and learned from your Son, Jesus. Dear God, we ask that you would renew our hearts because we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. Lord, we pray for the leaders of our cities, states, country, as well as the entire world, and we ask that they would be guided by your Holy Spirit for the common good of all humanity. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we're going, we're going to begin today with a reading from Proverbs. And Proverbs are sayings. They're based on fear of the Lord and offer advice in every imaginable area of life. The style of wise living described here leads to fulfillment and contentment. We're going, to, we're going to read something that has to do with wisdom and how it bestows well-being. Now, as you listen to these words, don't get tripped up by the snare that is called the prosperity gospel. Some people would interpret verses 1 and 2 and a couple of the other ones as well to mean the more good you do, the longer you'll live, and the richer you'll become. That's a whole other rabbit hole we will not go down today. The ancient Israelites would have heard the word shalom, but in some Bible translations, it is interpreted as peace and prosperity. Here's the reading from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Here ends the reading. There are three books in the Old Testament. Proverbs, the book of Ecclesiastes, and the book of Job. And they all make up what is known as wisdom literature in the Old Testament. And together they teach us important lessons about the meaning of life. You may learn more about this wisdom literature if you go to BibleProject.com and navigate to the wisdom series videos. They're very informative, 
and very helpful for gaining understanding. Now, maybe you're wondering where I'm going with all this, and if I was you, I'd be wondering the same thing. I'll give you a hint. The reading from Proverbs came from what is known as wisdom literature. In my reflection, you will see how one man's interpretation of this wisdom reading triggered a renewal of faith for me. If we look at uh, the definition for renewed, it means to restore or replenish. Now, the seeds of my faith were planted at an early age by my grandmother, who you know as Gamma, my mom and my dad, and they were faithfully watered by them throughout early years, all the way into my teens. I grew up in Forest Lake Presbyterian Church and was relatively engaged until my high school years. I was what I would call a church goer, but not necessarily a church participant. I looked forward to church activities and the fellowship of other church members. Even though I was not actively seeking to strengthen my faith, the seeds of God's word were continually being planted by those in authority and leadership roles in my church. After Laurel and I married in August of 1972, I was informed that we would be going to St. Paul's Lutheran Church, and I was going to become a Lutheran. The main difference I noticed in the Sunday morning worship service was the numerous hymns that my new Lutheran friends incorporated in their service. Not to mention the tunes and the words were not familiar, but you know that really didn't bother me too much because, as most of you are aware, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. Over time, I became more active in volunteer roles at St. Paul's and even served a three-year term on council and taught Sunday school for a few years. That was really quite a long time ago. There was no particular incident that I can recall, but I remember announcing to Laurel one day that I was just burned out with church involvement. My involvement in church activities went to almost zero, and my church attendance dropped to only Easter and Christmas. I had no problem in, quote, finding, end quote, something to do on Sunday mornings while Laurel faithfully attended and remained active in choir and other church activities. I did not realize how many people were praying for my return to renew my faith. I have since found out it was a multitude of my church family at St. Paul's. And thanks be to God for that, proof of the power of prayer. The seeds of God's word that Gamma, my mother, and my dad, and many others had planted in my early childhood had not completely germinated, but by no means had they died. Now, one morning I was watching Fox and Friends TV show, and it was, um, I, I remember the exact date. It was March 16th, 2013. The hosts were interviewing a gentleman named Dr. Kevin Lehman. He was discussing a book that he had just authored, and I liked his message. It was very intriguing. So I immediately bought the e-version of his book, and the name of his book is The Way of the Wise. He dedicated this book to all who question God and wonder where they fit into life's grid. I think that covers just about all of us. 
The life-changing principles Lehman based his book on came from the Word of God found in, you guessed it, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 16. Now, when I received this ebook, I read most of it that Saturday and completed the rest of it on Sunday morning. The story by Lehman is one of his faith journey, and I will not give away any content in case you're interested in reading it. Without a doubt, I can tell you, this is when God started to germinate and give growth to all those previously planted seeds and begin my faith renewal. On April 11th, 2013, our family received a very difficult diagnosis regarding our brother Richard. He had inoperable cancer and the prognosis was not favorable. My brother Richard died on May 21st, 2013. My faith in our Lord Jesus Christ helped sustain me and my family throughout this most difficult time. Since March 17th, 2013, I have become more of a church participant and disciple than the former church goer. Beginning in September of 2013, I started guiding 4th, 5th, and 6th graders on a journey through the Bible on Sunday mornings. The five years I spent sharing God's Word with these kids was both humbling and very rewarding. Now my daily devotions and Bible study over the last seven and a half years have made getting out of bed a pleasure and something I look forward to every single day. This has truly helped me grow into the vision of our church at St. Paul's Lutheran, learning, loving, living God's Word. And let me add a reminder yet once again about how helpful Bible Project has been by putting God's Word in historical and cultural context. BibleProject.com My purpose in sharing this part of my personal faith journey with you is not intended to be a pat on my own back, but a thanks to God for allowing me to use the gifts and talents I have to serve Him. I truly believe God allows us to exercise our own free will and to make good or bad choices. But I give God total credit for renewing and fanning the flames of my faith. As mere mortals, we're not able to have faith by conjuring it up on our own. Faith is a true gift from God, along with his never-ending gift of love. I'll bet each of you have your own seeds of God's word that have been planted in your heart and soul. I pray that each of you has experienced or will experience the joy when God begins giving the growth to those seeds. Though we may want to control the timing and start the growth, we must remain patient and trust that God's timing is perfect for his purposes. Our faith formation is a never-ending earthly journey. God prepared each and every one of us for good works. This is summed up very well in the letter to the Ephesians. Listen to these words in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created 
in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to know the importance of spending time to help strengthen our relationship with your Son, Jesus Christ. It is in his name we lift up this prayer. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Peace be with you.